Hi, we're your hosts, Larae Spindler and Lori Subat, and we're commercial real estate brokers with Scout Real Estate in Calgary. And you're listening to Leasing Out Loud. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Leasing Out Loud for episode 49 with your host, Larae Spindler and Lori Suba. Welcome back, everybody. It's September, Larae. It is. We actually did it. We're recording in September. We are. We're a little delayed in getting the new content out, but don't fret. We got some great stuff coming this fall, some great interviews already done, lined up. We're excited. We do. We took a summer break. Well, I was well, going to say- from recording. From recording, let's be <laughs> honest. And we have had a number of our listeners reach out. Thank you for yeah. checking in and saying, where is the podcast episode, ladies? What's going on? So I'm sorry, we're a little delayed. We were busy. We, we were, were busy, busy yeah. working. Summer 2022. It was interesting. How do we describe what this was? Well, <laughs> for those that listened to the last episode back in June, yeah. like when we were gearing up for Stampede, we were super excited for summer. I think on that episode, I was like, I really hope that everyone takes time this summer because I did sense that a lot of people needed a break. It's been crazy. The last Absolutely. two years have been nuts. And so I think I was like, I hope everyone takes time. I think I even said myself included. Now I did not <laughs> I think heed you did. that yeah. advice to myself. I of course didn't listen to what I should do for me, but everyone else did take a break, I feel uh, like. They sure did. Yeah. The vast majority of people. <laughs> okay. I was joking, it's mm-hmm. like an Italian summer. August. August. Yes. <laughs> yes. Where was everyone? Oh, <laughs> relaxing. You know? And I was joking Great. with you before we hit record because I said I feel like I just nagged everybody for the entire month of August. So if I (laughs) nagged you to try to get a deal done, I'm sorry. I think next year I'll learn because I think a lot of folks were away. And what it ended up happening, we did have a lot of things on the go and a lot of deals kind of in the hopper. And I felt like in August, it was just really hard to get deals done, right? Yes. So many people were away. It's like you couldn't advance things, couldn't get answers, just... It was a bit annoying. I'm not going to lie. I found it a bit annoying sometimes. Right. But I appreciate that everyone needs time away. Right. And so they've so had they it. they took their vacations. They've had it. But it so- resulted in a, <laughs> in a summer where it took a really long time to get Yeah. And done. even we had some files where it was like one lawyer was away and was supposed to be reviewing the lease one week. And then when he was back or she was back, the next, the next week, the other lawyer, lawyer was away. And then we just on repeat here. So we were yeah. just like every week somebody was right. away, which right. made it really tough. Yeah. And then it was really interesting. At the end of August, beginning of September, suddenly we had the calls saying, yes. we're back. It was like August 30th. Right. We're like back. right before the long weekend, a few days before, all of a sudden <laughs> people popped up and said, hey, you know, we've been gone for two months. Like, let's go. Let's yeah. go. So that's why we're delayed in recording because we've been in the let's go phase of September. So we've been 100%. busy, which... To be fair, is a great sign, I think, for Calgary. Mm -hmm. We're seeing a little bit of a boost in terms of packages, people looking at options, calls, inquiries, tours, Tours. offers. I would argue, though, perhaps it's pent-up demand, given that there was this bit of a lag over the summer. So we'll see how the next couple of months roll. But I'm optimistic that we're going to continue to see some good momentum up until Christmas. Yes, agreed. And we often talk about the two different asset classes of industrial and office, kind of what we're seeing. And industrial is one where common theme that continues from the rest of this year, 
really the last 12 months, the last 12 months in particular have been record activity. So it's late September right now, right. and we'll, we'll do an update next month as well, because we're going to have more of the stats coming out, right? It's right. end of Q3. Mm-hmm. We'll do a deeper dive. We'll do a proper review, yes. everyone, so next don't month. panic. Yeah, this but is just anecdotally. Anecdotally, high level. Industrial vacancy is right around 2%. I think we're under 2% now. It's incredible. It's incredible. And these are levels that have not been seen since 2008-ish wow. now. Wow. So we're talking about a... 14 coming on 15 year record. Right. And the demand this year has spurred a lot of groups to plan for construction that's coming on stream 2023 and 2024. Right. I think we've got about 6 million-ish coming on next year and then more plans for more buildings in 2024. And so that's great. There's going to be more opportunity next year. Mm -hmm. But right now, the next six, seven months is really constrained. Like based on the activity going right now and what we're seeing, it's only going to get more constrained for the next six months. And this is what happens for tenants leasing space. The rates are going up. This is it. This This is where if you have taken a summer hiatus. Yes. And you had a renewal offer on the table from a landlord. Right. And you thought, Eh, I don't have time to deal with it, or I don't really like that number, and I think that maybe I can do better. Right. It's a bit of a shocker. Yes. Because the answer is typically the rate isn't what it was quoted in the summer. It's now 25 cents higher, whatever the number is. Whatever the number is. Right. We are seeing that where the rates are not being held for very long. Right. And I can appreciate it's tough for some groups. They might not have a lease expiry until next year and Mm -hmm. think, Oh, I don't have to address this this week right? or next week. But the market is seeing record activity that it hasn't seen in a long time. And if you have the opportunity to make a decision on your space now, if you're needing to do that in the next 12 months, highly encourage you to give that the focus and attention now, because if you don't expect it to change if you're trying to revisit things in two and three months. Well, and caution as well, if you do not have an option to renew, yes. when you are talking about a 2% vacancy market, all bets are off and suddenly those elbows come up, yes. right? And so if you happen to be beside a growing tenant and you do not have an option to renew, you can find yourself without a home, without a chair. It's like that musical chairs yes. kind of scenario, right? Where all of the sudden, if your neighbor is perhaps the larger of the tenants, yes. like say they're 80, 100,000 square feet, and they say, you know what, Mr. or Mrs. Landlord, I need expansion space, and you're it, if you don't have that option to renew, you're not in a very good negotiating position, right? No. Like in terms of, you're certainly not going to see savings. You might not have a space to lease, right? You might be looking for alternate space out there in the market. And this is happening. It is. This has happened recently <laughs> Yes. in the market. Yeah. This is happening. So I think one of our early on episodes mm-hmm. a couple of years back was talking about options to renew and right. how often, say in a more challenged market in what office has been experiencing, is that it's underutilized. Like in a challenged market, it's yeah. almost never exercised. But here's an example of industrial is in the thick of those market conditions where that can be critical. I always call it, it's your insurance policy. So options to renew are your insurance policy for just this day, like the rainy day, okay? If you're a tenant and it's a tight market, you might need that insurance policy, that back pocket option 
to stay where you are, right? And so sometimes you're right. It's overlooked when market conditions, when there's a high vacancy market and they're like, whatever, I'm not going to exercise my option to renew. What's the big deal? It can be a big deal Mm because market conditions can change quite dramatically as they have, right? So I think the end of the day, I think the recommendation be proactive, right? Be proactive. <laughs> yes. If you are looking at a renewal proposal right now and your landlord is making offers, just heads up, give it the time and attention now to right. make decisions. And you might have six, nine months mm-hmm. left on your lease, but just be aware that if you don't, you could be in a position where you're trying to find a new home and right. there's no... There's not a lot of chairs. There's really not a lot. We know of... <laughs> A variety of landlords that are 100% leased right. in their portfolios. They have no space to offer. They have no vacancies to fill. They have no space to offer existing, existing tenants existing in their tenants. portfolio that right. are coming to them to say, we need more space. Right. This is happening. It's been a busy summer for industrial. It's been a very, very busy year all mm-hmm. around. But with the construction cycles, it's going to be like this for another six, seven months. It's interesting. Yeah, it's going to be tight. And on the opposite end of the spectrum, right. let's talk about office. Sure. <laughs> so, so opposite. So we're in a different challenging market yeah. in that still a lot of vacancy. So that hasn't really changed. We are still seeing on the office side, you know, obviously a lot of vacancy downtown, options in the suburban market as well. We're seeing activity on smaller spaces. Right. So you and I get a lot of calls from groups looking, saying, you know what, we need just sort of a landing spot for folks. We don't need to have, you know, eight, 10,000 square feet in the burbs, but we may have been that at one point, but now, geez, we really need maybe more like 4,000 square feet because we just don't have everybody coming into the office all Mm -hmm. the time. This return to work and trying to sort out what that's going to look like is a real thing. So we do have people that are still saying, hey, we're trying to get our folks back in the office. But it's a mixed bag because some I know will be listening and say, what are you talking about? I've never left. Like they right. literally worked the entire time. And yes. and I get that that's <laughs> certainly a, the case for some corporate cultures. But there have been other corporate cultures where they were working remote. And so they're trying to bring their people back, sometimes not as successfully as I think that they had hoped in right. September. So we've heard stories about big companies that have rolled out policies to have everyone return three days a week didn't work. Mm-hmm. I guess they just didn't show up. Wouldn't that right. be something? So right. just didn't show up. Geez, you're not going to like lay off your entire workforce. So they had to kind of readjust yeah. expectations in terms of days in office. Mm-hmm. And I think it's causing a lot of people to question, what is this going to mean? How much space do they really need? Should they be looking at hoteling options? Yes. We are seeing groups looking. So I'm not going to paint it all with a really negative lens in terms of the office market. We are seeing signs of people coming back, people looking, wanting to have a space, wanting to get back in and bring everyone together and get that corporate culture kind of rebuilt post-COVID and have some collaboration between teams. It's just really rethinking how they utilize their office space. And Mm -hmm. that's very much what's happening kind of right now. And so if they don't have to make a decision with respect to their real estate, they don't have to. So very different right. than the industrial market. Yeah. I, was, I was laughing because you're saying six, nine months away, there are office tenants that are like literally month to month because they're like, yeah. we don't need to commit, right? Right. And so they leave it yes. a- until the last minute. And so it can be challenging, certainly from a landlord side of things, because there's a lot of uncertainty still. And how do you plan right. what next year is going to look like? Yeah, from a right. landlord perspective. 
what does our portfolio look like? What does that look like, right? Next year. And it's hard to get decisions out of folks. And right now, I think in either industry asset class, all around inflation, interest rate hikes. The big R, like the recession. There's lots of chatter about that. Is Are we going to have a recession? What's that going to look like? Yes. What is the return to work? Are we already in one? There's so much uncertainty. Yeah, you're right. There's so much uncertainty. And so that can be troubling for some office occupiers. Yeah. And I know you and I have talked in the past about historically, lease expiries were a big driver. Like you had to make a decision and there weren't these opportunities to do flex type terms. Mm -hmm. So one year term, month to month, six month term, two year, whatever that looks like, right? right? And so that has sort of changed and shifted. So it used to be, you know, you do your five-year term, your lease is coming up, you have to recommit, right? Yes. For maybe possibly another three, five years, whatever that looks like. And that's not necessarily, that's not the big determinant factor because a lot of landlords would gladly have that revenue stream continue, even if it means you have to do month to month. Right. To keep the tenant. Yeah. Those no. decisions. We're in industrial. It is. It's like decide now. Right. <laughs> now, all that being said, like I should also caution, it's a bit still a tale of two markets because in our better quality buildings downtown, even the suburban market as well, they're commanding higher rates still. So there is still demand to be in the better quality buildings. And there are tenants that will pay the freight in order to be in those better quality buildings with those amenity spaces. So we have seen a number of landlords rollout programs. I was chatting with a sizable landlord downtown who has just increased rates right. for leasing in their complex quite significantly. Like I'm talking about 3 $4 per square foot from where they were earlier this year. And a lot of people would scratch their heads and say, yes. How could that be? I mean, look at the amount of vacancy that's in this market. But that landlord says, you know, relative to my peers, competitive set, we can command a higher rate at this point. And there are tenants that are willing to pay that rental rate or the freight to be in that building. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting. You have that happening. And then on the West End, you have other landlords that are doing gross rent deal structures, which often means just operating costs only for a period of time. So you have a really dramatic, Mm -hmm. sizable gap in terms of rent expectations between asset classes downtown. So that's an example. So it's an interesting market. There are things happening. There are lease deals happening. There are groups that are willing to step up and commit long-term. There are tenants that will pay higher rates to be in better quality buildings. That is happening. But at the same time, there's also this languishing a bit, you know, on the Mm. West End, particularly where landlords are really struggling to attract tenants and do those deals. So it's an opportunity, right? Yeah, it is. really what it is. So opportunity on the office side, tougher opportunity, opportunity for landlords on the industrial side. Yes, it's the (laughs) landlord's market on the industrial side, that's for sure. And I mean, markets ebb and flow and we're out of COVID, call it, right? right? We've been open, open travel. And now people coming out of that thinking, oh, we're good now. Okay, things will calm down a bit. But no, time will tell with yeah. hybrid work models, inflation, interest rate, all sorts of things that just, there's no shortage of things that are impacting decisions all around, right? Right. You know, causing groups to pause world. to say, ah, oh, <laughs> what is the right thing to do right now? And it's tough. Yeah, it is. <laughs> On but knowledge note, is power. Knowledge is power. You know, on that it, note, yes. yeah, I was going to say it can be tough, but there are opportunities for sure. So there still are good opportunities for folks out there 
you just have to be mindful and understand the conditions that you're operating within. That's yes. what we always say. So smart to suggest, you know, on the industrial side, don't leave it last minute for heaven's sakes. Yes. Know where you stand and make your decisions accordingly. So it's just right. smart to be armed with information and knowledge about what's happening so that you can make sure that you're making the right decision. Yes. And often, like, that's how we can be of help to right. groups. The ongoing changes in the market, but just understanding all the factors at play. What are the options mm-hmm. to help make informed decisions? Well, we're back. So stay tuned, my friends. We are back behind the mic. We do have interviews lined up. Yes. Great content coming at you this fall. Excited. I'm really excited. I know you're excited too, Lorraine. Uh, we're excited to be back. Thanks for your patience as yeah. we return to the, the recording studio, which is our favorite recording tent at Scouts headquarters in Calgary. It's so. The best. It's the best. So thank you for your patience. Thank you for listening. If you have any ideas for us in terms of content or questions that you might have, feel free to reach out. So we're really easy to find. You can find us on LinkedIn, Lori Suba, Lori Spindler. You can shoot us a note that way. You can also send us a note at hello at scoutrealestate.ca. We're happy to answer any questions you might have. Thanks for listening, everyone. And catch us next time on the next episode of Leasing Out Loud. Thank <laughs> you.